I do like that song, don't you? It's nice. I like it. Nice. I wouldn't have Pink Floyd Downs nice. Well. Those of you who don't know what that song was, it was Time by Pink Floyd off their arguably greatest album or the greatest album of all time, Dark Side of the Moon. Indeed. And uh, it's very fitting, isn't it? <clears throat> I think so, yes. Would you like to explain to everyone why? Well, we are about to be talking about time and the apparent lack of it. Or yeah. possibly people who have more of it than others. Maybe. But it's more the case of that uh, a little while ago somebody said that we ought to put more shows out and we've actually <laughs> kind of rebelled against that and done the opposite. Yeah, I think it's, out um, <laughs> it's been, what, nearly half a year now. So we're on for biannual podcast. To be fair, it hasn't felt like half a year and that's kind of what sparked this off. Exactly. We are back. Mm. This is episode eight of the Tom and Joe show, by Yay. the way. I am Tom. And this is Joe. Uh, yeah. Hello. So we're talking about time. And basically, uh, yeah, as you've... If you're a new listener, hello. Welcome along. Uh, but you might not have realised we've been off for about six months. Hmm. Which is not... I think it's longer than the hiatus before episodes six and seven. Yeah, where we probably had the ump with each other. Um, and we um, didn't want to say that yeah. that's why we couldn't talk on air because we would have just had an argument. <laughs> <laughs> Every week for four months. Yes. <laughs> yes. But actually, no, It's this is something that really gets up my nose. It's not like um, a Room 101 thing because no. time is important. But it, it's um, it's more of a case of these days that time kind of just eclipses absolutely everything. And before you know it, everybody seems to be working towards the next available time where you've actually got time. Yeah. So that's the that's kind of the point point of this one. The point of this one, yeah. yes, yeah. I think you're right. And uh, in the last six months, I have got yet another new job. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is the third podcast that we've done. The, the last three out of the last three podcasts. In each one, I have had a different job. That's impressive. I know, isn't it? I, I'm still in the same job. You are. Yeah, <laughs> I am now. For Maybe those, that's impressive. For that, well, it's much more impressive, And the Queen. The Queen's been in the same job for 63 years. The longest-serving monarch, yes. And probably ever, ever, I don't think there'll be anyone who'll eclipse that now. Well, let's face it, Charlie's up in his mid-70s? No, 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 steady on. Early 70s. No, no, steady. He was born in 1948. November the 14th, 1948. So he's what? So he's 67. Okay. Okay. Close to... Right, it'll be 67 this year. Yeah. So that's Chaz dealt with. Yeah. He's Even gonna... if she dies this year, which hopefully yeah. she won't. Right. He would still he would only have, have 20 he, or 30. He would not, he would not be able to do 60 no. odd years. No. So Impossible. check. Will. Will's in his. Will's 33. 33, yeah. Chances of him doing 60 odd years, probably, again, quite slim because, yeah. you know, so that's that's the issue we face. Unless, God forbid, some sort of freak thing happens mm. and little George ends up being king at the age of three mm. or four. Which has happened in the past. It has happened but oh come on. Quite um, a long time ago. Edward Edward the Sixth uh, was king at the age of nine. I don't think anyone's actually sort of trumped that. No. So uh, and he only managed bless him six years on the throne. Mm. So he died at the age of 15 did Edward the Sixth. Did he? Yeah. So. Uh, Poor little blighter. 
But yeah, that kind of um, it's a bit of an illustration about this uh, this whole show. It ties in, doesn't it? Because mm. uh, mm. in the last six months, even this is our first show down in the pod pod. This is true. We are yeah. christening the pod. We have been down here, the two of us together, and we've had intentions of recording. Yeah, but then it always seemed like such a pain in the ass to yeah. have to set everything up. Yeah. So we haven't. So we haven't. And no. now we are, because mm, we, are. we can be asked, because we thought, hold on, mm. let's talk about time and the fact that it seems to slip away. The older that you get, because uh, it's true. The longer that you live, the shorter a year actually takes because irrelevant to the time that you've spent on Earth, yeah, it is slightly shorter each time. The the ratio of days ahead or days, the 24 hours that you've just experienced compared to the multiple 24 hours that you've uh, experienced in the past beforehand, it, it just gets shorter <laughs> just and shorter. I'm waiting for you sense. to jump in. <laughs> Just jump in whenever you feel like. I don't mind. <laughs> Rather than texting. I'm not texting Get off at your all. phone. I'm not texting. Right, okay. There's a reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm. Because actually this, ticking away the moments that make up a dull day, fritter and waste the hours in an offhand way, is something you do when you're young. Yes. And then, of course, um, kicking around on a piece of ground in your hometown, waiting for someone or something to show you the way. That's the, the earlier part of your life when time just goes on forever mm. now being the fact that we've both been students we've both been pupils yep. and uh, I do remember my early school days just seeming to go on forever break time just went on forever lunch time went on forever to the point where I used to go home and build villages out <laughs> of polystyrene bricks <laughs> yeah when I was six with with my cousin Ian who incidentally is coming down from Canada next week and we haven't seen him for six years so it's going to be kind of nice and um, so yeah we used to have lunch time together uh, and very often we would have the same lunch because you know things have to be done routinely hmm. time kind of makes you do that so we do things routinely our lunch would either be cheese and crumpets or they would be a uh, chipolata sandwich <laughs> yeah I remember right, it well. okay. but we seemed to have the time to build polystyrene villages. And, and it, it was all, all really good fun. And we would just have hours on end. And then something happened. You go to secondary school. We had time to, in the sixth form, we had time to go to the pub. We had time to go into town because we were allowed I've actually, at that point, I thought, you know, this is kind of a nice profession. I, I, I wasn't subconsciously aware that I was going to go into teaching. Yeah. Didn't didn't kind of have that. In fact, I didn't have that for quite a while afterwards. But I liked the fact that everything seemed kind of laid back and this is what you could do. Now, I barely have time to go to the toilet mm. as a teacher before something else happens. And I, I just feel I'm being robbed. <laughs> I know what you mean, because in the same way, I remember, especially school holidays were always the uh, the, 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 the rule to judge time by, because it was, what, six weeks you had off, and it yeah, but felt even then, like that's been, forever. That's been reduced. That's been yeah, reduced no, too. obviously, yeah. It kind of, this summer felt like forever, actually. It was kind of nice. We did quite a lot this summer. Even though it's still, from the moment we left school, going back still f actually did feel for for the first time in quite a while that I'd had time off mm. it didn't feel so 
so much that way for me, if I'm honest. But then I only had two weeks off. But it's the first year ever that I've had two weeks off with you. So that was mm. that was nice. Yeah. But yeah, it always used to be the summer holidays that used to last forever and ever and ever. And then you kind of almost looked forward to going back to school, you know, I think. Because to see your friends again, because I used to live in a different town from my primary school friends and it was at that point that the summers were at their longest and uh, I only used to see one or two of them throughout the summer so it was quite nice to get back to to the primary school but then secondary school you get you know that a little bit older and people are in the same town and you just kind of go into town because you start finding that independence and you fritter away your time that way and eventually I got a Saturday job that then during the summer holidays would take up most of my free time mm. because I wanted to earn a bit of money so I could go to the cinema or buy some CDs or whatever. Mm. And that way my time got eaten up with things that I didn't necessarily want to be doing but had to do because financial responsibilities had to come into it, you know. Mm. And I think from there onwards that is where, where time gets more and more precious yeah because i had two years just after school where i went into full-time education uh it's full-time employment sorry and um i was doing essentially six days a week for two years where i was in a job that i didn't want to be and my friends all either went off to university or got themselves jobs as well and the time that you then spent with your friends was much more kind of precious or even with your family was much more precious but there was less of it and it just seemed at that point especially that I was working more than I was seeing anyone else and to a point when you become a full-time worker you do actually spend more awake time with the people that you work with than you do with the people around you and I think that's a bit sad it's very true of uh, being a teacher actually you're, absolutely you're, anyone um, in full-time employment you are a uh, you you are your student's parent more than their own parents mm. which is kind of why our, our roles are quite important because they do see you more more often mm. and um, you get to know them really well so yeah just it's a horrible fact I think yeah. It um, doesn't make me feel particularly brilliant sometimes. No, but you've got one of those jobs where it's quite fulfilling, I would imagine, because you get to, you're almost bringing those children up, aren't you? To yeah, you are. And I don't want to take it off on, on that kind of tangent. No, no, but, no. But um, it was like the other night when mm. I went back up to school to be the parent to one of my dads in my tutor group. Because their parents wouldn't go to the Because opening. his parent couldn't, uh, on medical grounds, go. Yeah. And um, the girl I sat next to, I know she's got two children under the age of five. Yeah. And I said to her, have you seen your children today? And she said, yeah, for about five minutes this morning. I couldn't do that. No. I couldn't do that. I'd absolutely break my, my, my soul. Yeah. So I couldn't take on responsibility in school again I have done but I didn't let it take on my life mm. unfortunately the fact that the way time manages your, your school life I was given more time to do my job at my last place Yeah, and they don't give you quite the same allowance now so you know the, the work life balance you've kind of got to create yourself sure 
because otherwise... And you manage that quite well, I think, compared to a lot of other teachers that uh, we know or... You know. I, it's because I, I, I try to kind of manage my time quite well. Mm. I, I think I'm quite good at it. At the same time, I also have made friends with people who have been in education long enough and who are quite unorthodox and I quite like their approach. The unorthodox approach in teaching is to not make your life difficult. Don't um, don't plan all these, these resources. Have a rough idea of what you're going to do. Deliver it and see what happens. Mm. And I like that. I can't stand these people who feel that everything has got to be done PowerPoint, PowerPoint, death by PowerPoint. Why? <laughs> Why does everything have to be that prescriptive? It doesn't. And so therefore, manage your time. Don't bother making the PowerPoints. Just see what happens. Sure. <laughs> and it's actually made my life a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. So, so yeah, I want to big up Andy Plank at that point because he, to me, he is my um, he's my work colleague dad. Right. Well, hopefully he's listening and well done. Andy. He won't be listening. No, he won't be listening. But he is my work colleague dad, and sure. I would not be be able to do without him. Well, there you go. Anyway, moving on. Whereas my job is kind of more, I don't know, I don't get as involved outside of my job. Like, as soon as 5.30 comes around, that is kind of it to an extent. And there's part of me that feels a bit guilty, like I should be doing more towards it outside of work. But at the same time, I want to spend time in with you. You know? Oh, uh, yeah. And... We, I have a little bit of a... Not an issue with that, because I like it. <laughs> but I also feel that we do have time. We have all the time in the world, which is kind of a bit strange, because this is about what how time sort of is stolen. Into, yeah. Uh, and yet I just don't... I feel that you perhaps need to do your own thing more. Maybe. Maybe that's right. And not feel right. like you've got to spend every last waking moment with me but i like it (laughs) (laughs) it's nice um i don't want to spend all my all my hours at home stressing out about work anymore you know because i'm at a point now where actually i quite enjoy what i do for a living which makes a bloody change i tell you what i'd quite like to do at this very point yeah what i'd quite like to do at this very point is say um, if there's anybody who who is going to listen to this, would like to contribute with how they like to spend their time, how they feel about whether they are at the point where they feel that they've done everything or doing the things in their life that they want to do, where we now have like a response moment, mm. we can perhaps come back to this topic okay. uh, on the back of people's responses. So we yeah. put it out there, and then the next we're episode... not going to bore people to death no. with our own views on time sure because you know if anyone wants to know how time actually finishes and you run and you run to catch up with the sun but it's sinking racing around to come up behind you again the sun is the same in a relative in a relative way but you're older shorter of breath and one day closer to death (laughs) why this song is just so potent because pink floyd just say it how it is sure if we kind of call it a day there Right. Because this can get quite deep and meaningful. True. But I think it's really important to now hear from other people. I think so too. So what you're saying is this is kind of episode... Half. Eight, 
point one, and then <laughs> we'll finish off the episode when we finish it off next, which hopefully won't be six months down the line. No. In fact, because if we get text responses, obviously, at the Facebook page, that's Facebook. Uh, you just t- search for The Tom and Joe Show. On Twitter, we're at The Tom and Joe Show. And uh, you can also, if you want to be a bit more creative and you want to email in like a video response or, or an audio response, if you want to send in an MP3 of yourself saying your piece, you can send it to abhpod at gmail.com. Uh, just as long as you put in the title Tom and Joe Show or Time or something like that. But yeah, tell us, I mean, like I say, we, we've kind of gone a little bit deep there. It's not been a very funny episode. But you know we've uh, we've been off. We're uh, we're trying to keep them a lot shorter because all the episodes got longer and longer, and it got to the point where they were over an hour, and we feel that we need to pair well, that. We've down kind maybe. of just done really a soundbite for this one. Yeah. To sort of put it out there, this is what we're going to talk about. Uh, it's something quite close to to my heart mm. for a number of reasons, which perhaps I'll come on to on the next. Sure. Show. Okay, good. That's a nice little cliffhanger. Yeah. Also, I think we kind of run out of like this versus that or compare this to that kind of episodes. Or have we? Well, that'll be. And that's the thing about our show. It's never quite the same every single week, is it? But yeah, please, please, please send your reactions. How you feel about time and whether or not. If someone says to you, so what have you... Which is why I hate meeting up with people. I hate meeting up with people <laughs> you haven't seen for ages. I say, well, what have you been up to? Don't actually know. Um, just doing things. And it is actually just doing things, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I have nothing to show for it. When I get into work on a Monday morning, people are like, so what have you done? And normally my stock response recently has been, I didn't plan to do anything but... Uh, we went out and bought some plants for the garden and I spent <laughs> half the weekend in the garden digging holes digging holes and planting bulbs and yeah. things. And, yeah. and then the rest of the weekend is taken up with either podcasting or the Grand Prix or like we'll have gone out for a few drinks or we'll have come down here for with a, for, for, for a few drinks or, yes. you know. So tell us, tell us your, your, your views on time. How do you manage your time? If you're one of these proactive people who manages to do a lot with their time, we'd like to know how you do it. Are you old before time or are you mm. still stuck in the youth like like me? Yes, yes. Because that's our problem as well, I think, sometimes, is we're slightly too immature and we, uh, we, we, we feel like we can still whittle away time like when we were young. And, and we can't. We should And it's a bit, of a bit of a culture shock, actually, discovering <laughs> that... Uh, that we can't. Yeah. I can't but stay up anymore either, which is no. also equally depressing. Yes. So. But it's kind of like we went to my uncle's a few months ago. I know that we're carrying on now this conversation. We went to our my uncle's. You're carrying it on. A couple of weeks ago. And uh, he also has a shed a little bit like ours, which is decked out. And his is decked out as a bar, mm. as opposed to a radio station. Mm. But uh, it's the same kind of thing. We found out that he and his other half go in there at about eight or nine o'clock at night and before they know it it's three o'clock in the morning or something like that and then you're yeah. like that puts you out of action for the whole of the next day because we're just getting old stop it we're not old but you know yeah right and on that note we are back thank you for listening if yeah. you're new hello and uh, if you're an old listener from all those like seven episodes before hello again thanks for 
you know, sticking, sticking with us. We, you know, we, we will not be six months next time. We're saying categorically now we will record another episode but before. But that depends on time. March, but it does depend on time and it also <laughs> depends on the amount of feedback we get back. So hopefully there'll be some. Yeah. No <laughs> pressure. No, no pressure. As I said, get in contact with us on Facebook, Tom and Joe Show on Twitter at the Tom and Joe show or email us uh, your mp3 or video clips to abhpod at gmail.com and uh, we just want to get a bit of an idea about how you deal with time and how time has treated you over the years it's the end of the world as we know it it is indeed and we currently are... I feel fine but maybe <laughs> nature will tell me otherwise <laughs> So until next time, which will be 8.2. <laughs> Cheers. See you next time. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end.